Hello and welcome back to Second Take Movies, the podcast where we give movies a second look, a second chance, a second take, if you will. I am your host, Preston Jenkinson, and joining me is my co-host, Jake Twido. Preston, what's up? How we doing? You know, man, doing the do. I'm doing really good this week because I have a new audio interface over here and I'm just having fun with buttons like... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of feeling that, uh, you know, you're watching a kid open his birthday present yeah. to play with them. I'm over here just, you know, with a mouse going, ooh, what do I do? And then... I and give myself a round of applause for no reason. I, I, I don't like this power, but I'm I'm all for it, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to put a bleep button or something on there at some point, but we'll see. Um, Farts. Yeah. Farts. Farts are always fun. I, I like that we talked offline about this, and the first thing I think both of us came up with was fart noise. Fart noise. <laughs> you called fat noise in a text. Yeah. And uh, I, I can't tell you how much of a child I giggled like, just like, <laughs> Fat noise. <laughs> a fat noise. What's that? A fart noise. Um, I'll get you a fart noise. <laughs> so hopefully I sound better now because that actually you do. Yeah, yeah, a little clearer. That other interface was like just low all the time. I had to boost myself in recordings all the time. So I'm recording yeah. it on the device right now and on this thing. So we'll see. Nerdily, I can see your uh, waveforms. Oh my! You use. Yeah, my waveforms are much higher now. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm like, ah, oh, shoot! I need to crank this sucker up. But, <laughs> but uh, today, in a today we're doing the third Harry Potter movie, Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Best one so far. Oh, so much better, dude! Just a change of director, just is yeah. awesome. I mean, it's sad. I mean, it sucks. Like Christopher Columbus is great, but. This felt like a proper... I mean, it'd be difficult for anybody to stick around for eight movies. Yeah, just ask um, Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel Radcliffe, Uh, there we go. Um, The story for this one, Harry Potter, Ron, and Hermione returned to the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. That's too many W's for their... Art noise right there, that's a good old (laughs) quaft. Uh, for their third year of study, where they delve into the mystery surrounding an escaped prisoner who poses as a dangerous threat to the young wizard. And there's just a lot of um, reveals and of people who who aren't what they are. And I I think watching this for the podcast, I'm watching it differently. Yeah. And these movies make a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. Like previously, I watched it and I'm just sitting back, but now I'm like, you know, watching. Like, why does this person do that? Why do they do this? Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, there was a lot of thought in this. Actually, yeah, they're not just you know throwing it on the wall. Like, oh shoot, no, Lupin says things a certain way. Yeah, that, I think this is when this movie really starts to like get in its element. Oh yeah, the series. Yeah. yeah. And Alfonso Cuarón is the director. Just, God, what a difference that makes. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Have you have you seen Children of Men? Um, is that the one with um, people can't have babies and then yeah, and then Octavia Spencer? There's like a one. There's a one shot in that movie that's just 
Oh, I, I haven't seen the movie. I know the one shot. The that's it. Best that's ever been and done. I I really want to watch it, but that that one shot is probably the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, it is like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. how did you do this? Right. Um, gravity. I haven't seen Gravity as well. Uh, it's okay. Which I thought. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't care to watch it personally. It looks cool, but I thought he had a bigger filmography. I really thought this guy was like crap i said something else but <laughs> he must he must be picky about what he does i don't know good for him yeah um the positive and negative reviews the positive from the hollywood reporter michael rick Staffen says a deeper darker visually arresting and more emotionally satisfying adaptation of the jk rowling literary ph- phenomenon achieving the neat trick of remaining faithful to the spirit of the book while at the same time being true to its cinematic self yeah, I you know I can roll with that. I, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best today, especially from here on out, because this is where I feel like I could start to be very judgmental of the books versus the movies. Yeah, everything so far has been pretty close, but this is where it really splits, and that's okay. So mm-hmm. it does make its own name, and I you know I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, Anne Hornaday from the Washington Post says. Put, deli- put delicately, this is one long sit made all the more so by a turgid story of dour visual palette and uninspiring action. I kind of like there's not a ton of action. Yeah. Like, we've, we've, you and I have already hit a related thing of Quidditch sucks, quit showing it. Yeah, it's terrible. I don't Who care. Who cares? I mean, like, awesome. I mean, the next movie... Yeah, it plays out a little bit more. And for this to be a school, they put those kids in way too much danger for Quidditch. Like, oh yeah, Harry's flying up into a lightning storm to catch this little golden ball. Why is the golden oh. ball allowed to get anywhere outside of the field? Dude, it's... Uh, yeah. This is where I was also... I'm going to quit judging the books versus movies, but also where I start really going... Why? Why? Yeah. Why is this like? Why is the story a part of this? Like, you got these Dementors killing Harry. Why doesn't Dumbledore shut this stuff down? Yeah. Like, what's going on here, man? Yeah. But, uh, but but this one, what an interesting start. It starts like it usually does, but yeah, I think it goes then, through it a lot uh, quicker. It, it does, and it and it's crazy that they can uh, the third movie in. Introduce a character you hate worse than the Dursleys. Oh, yeah. She, like, she need. I, I wish Mine. I could punch her in the eye. Oh, man, I, that, I don't know. That that was painful to watch. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, it did its part really well. Mm-hmm. Not painful, but it's like, oh, good good job. I forgot about how, like. She's ooh. sitting here snapping at him and it, calling his mama a bitch. And I'm like, Whoa. Yeah, this got real. I mean, they they set their foot down like this is how this is going to be. Y'all are going to be all right with this. Yeah. Um, he floats away. Oh yeah, because he um, like I think he gets emotional and then uses magic and inflates her like that purple girl from Willy Wonka. Yeah, which I think that's why uh, uh, Violet Violet buddy, not purple girl. <laughs> <laughs> like I can tell a difference in color. Um, yeah, I I think that they. This is this movie is where I really start to go. Okay, how is he doing magic? He didn't wave his wand. He didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. 
but I think that's why he gets off though. Is it's he gets off of the crime. Let me finish that sentence because that sounds really messed up. <laughs> that's just that's uh, a weird place to end that sentence. I know. I I went. What have I done? Um, you know, he he just gets relinquished of the crime of underage magic. Yeah, like it's nothing. I that, feel like everybody gets one. You know. Yeah, and it's not that bad. Like, dude, you, you yeah. I guess it would depend on the severity of the magic offense. Yeah. But you get the uh, night bus popping up, which it's kind of fun. Like, I really wish they'd do a Harry Potter series of the Auroras, like in real world, because you actually see like London in this movie. Yeah. The first time you see not Harry's home, not Hogwarts, you see like, here's the world. There's a world outside of Hogwarts. And I think that's where, I don't know, this movie grounds itself. I, I sent you a text that's like, this movie rules because they solidify. Here's the school. Here's where everything is at the school. We've moved everything from the past two movies, but they stick with it. But like, This makes a world. It's mm-hmm. not just a movie. They make a world. Yeah, and it's, it, he, uh, you, you said it sent this to me today, but like, or yes, last night, I can't remember. But they built out more around the school, so it actually feels like more of a real place. Yeah, and like they, yeah, but I don't know. I, you know, it always sucks to be like, oh, that's not how it used to look. But who cares? Like, and they, they stuck with it after this. Yeah. Um, but Harry runs away from home <laughs> in this uh, large tourist bust bus. Wow, the night bus. I've been talking all day, and my throat's shot, so bust, bust, whatever. <laughs> this huge bus with huge tips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the night bus picks up Harry, and it's yeah. double-decker. Yeah. I, it's just kind of, it, I don't know. It's whimsical. It's like you're back in this world. This mm-hmm. is another weird thing. It's very lovable. Harry's going to the Leaky Cauldron. They've never talked about it at all. So it's kind of weird. Like, Isn't that the name of the bar that Hagrid takes him to at the beginning? Was that uh, not the yeah, Leaky Cauldron? Right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. But you're right. we just Sorry. get to see like totally the forgot that. the up the hotel and everything upstairs. Yeah, and uh, that's yeah. And for some reason, there's a regular car out front. Yeah, for some random reason. Yeah. Um, you get some cool. I mean, that's a cool scene of him flying through regular life and yeah, the whole squeeze up effect. Like, all right, yeah, you're making little some gags. Cool. Jer- shrunken Jamaican head. And then it shows that those Jamaican heads show up throughout the movie for some reason. That was weird. Yeah. Like, what? What? I don't know. Ja- Harry Potter, man. Jamaican. I'm, I'm Chet Hanks. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Chet Hanks, you know what? Give me the Tom Hanks, top boy. You're pretty good at that. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I am Chet Hanks. Also, Sorry, you know, ma'am, rabbit holes is what I do. Right. Colin Hanks, what a delightful human being. Oh, yeah, dude. I, so, I don't know what he did. Like, did I don't know if he just ignored Chet or what, but those are two different, he, completely different he, human yeah. beings to come from the He's same guy. He's on Conan O'Brien's podcast this week. This is the week of the, today's the 2nd of November, just to date this. But yeah. You probably shouldn't, but. That's fine. He sounds just like Tom Hanks. He sounds like a more likable Tom Hanks. Yeah, I, I just I don't know. I, I like I just listen to that and I'm like, God, this dude is so great. He's just like, yeah, my dad's really famous, and you know I've done some acting, but I'm normal. But he's not, you know, 
the chip cup. Well, I would um, I would yeah. consider Tom Hanks kind of pretty normal. Like he no, he's not into anything crazy. Let me talk about QAnon with you real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, I'm kidding. QAnon. Oh Lord. Is that what that is? That how you say it? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. Um. <coughs> sorry. I'm still getting rid of this sinus infection. Whatever this is. Um, he gets to the leaky cauldron. Mm-hmm. Preston, does Cornelius Fudge have a permanent office in the leaky cauldron? Looks like that's where he does his business. Is right out and right in the middle of the leaky cauldron at the hotel or his stuff that he doesn't want to come into the ministry. Wildest thing I've ever seen. I was like, oh, this guy's shady. Yeah. Holy cow. Look at this. That's probably where he does Which like his, movie, no. his real business. You know what I'm saying? Like the real oh, yeah, business. He takes dumps up in there, son. <laughs> he takes doo-doos there. But he's like, oh, all's forgiven. You know, we found her and unblew her up and she's wiped her memory and we're all good. Um, there comes the man in black. <laughs> Good soundboard, Preston. Wow. Galaxy Defender. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, Miami. <laughs> so, like, they, they've bought all his books for him, I guess. Somebody did. Um, and for some reason, there's a book that if you don't stroke the spine and you try to open it, it will try to kill you. Herbert's. Why? Yeah, that's dumb. Why? Why? I mean, I know it's a magic universe. That's going to be an excuse every time. But why does everything want to kill these kids? So I'm not having kids. <laughs> Harry Potter. <laughs> hey, mom and mother-in-law. Like, everything in this world is set up lie. to kill students, it seems like. It, what? A, I mean, it's a stupid... I mean, it's a gag. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. I think this is one of the... This, I, I'm having a hard time remembering I think this is the last movie that has gags, though. Everything here on is real. Yeah. Like, there's no little jokes. There's nothing. It's just like, yeah, these kids are going to die. Yeah. So, and Ron and Hermione make it there because I guess somebody called them and Ron and his whole family are there. And Mr. Weasley takes. Ron, yeah. takes Best guy. Best guy in the whole thing, man. Yeah. That guy. Um. Mr. Weasley takes Harry aside and says, "Hey, man, be cool. <laughs> you know, you're gonna die, boy. Yeah, you're like, gonna die. Like people at work don't want me to tell you this, but like Sirius Black coming for you because everybody at this point thinks Sirius Black is a cold-blooded murderer. Still, that was the perception. Yep, yep. But as we find out later on, not so Best much character." Yeah. Best character in the, the whole series, in my opinion. Played by Gary Oldman. Gary, and you don't even know it's Gary dang Oldman. Not really, no. You can't not, look at him. The first time I watched Gary these, I had I did not clock that that was Gary uh-huh. Oldman. It looked like the fifth watch, and I went, is that Gary Oldman? And then, you know, IMDB existed then. It's like, yeah. oh my gosh. But yeah, man, that's, uh, this is the first character that gets introduced that, is for Harry. Mm-hmm. Like he's got friends. He's got Dumbledore, but like, that's the guy. And out of this, the watching this with a like, I'm watching this to judge it this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it was so enjoyable of just. And I just realized everything. last night that 
when he's sitting there waiting on the or sitting on the curb and the night bus is coming, the dog across the street is serious. Oh, he's there the whole time, man. Yeah. Never picked up on that until yesterday. Yeah, me neither. either. So many things. And I think that's where last week I said, like, they start yeah. shuffling in these Easter eggs that you got to pay attention to. And they double down on this. And I think it keeps Dublin down. Yeah. Not, you know, Ireland, Dublin. Right. <laughs> um, uh, fart noise. Go ahead. So just, we're just do it. So we're on the yeah. uh, <laughs> Hogwarts Express. And we can't find a seat, but there's this one cabin with a, a sleeping man in it. professor in it. And they've all, I guess they, do they know at this point that the school is going to be surrounded by Dementors this year? Or did they? No, 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 they don't okay. yet. So they're on the train, they're talking. Um, there's news reports of Dementors searching. Mm -hmm. uh, the train stops and it gets cold and that's when they understand that's when that whole thing comes to premonition when Harry gets knocked out from getting his uh, soul sucked out, you know, RIP Michael Scott and, uh, <laughs> the Dementors. <laughs> What's the worst thing about prison? The Dementors know Harry Potter. Um, ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, Lupin, I, I don't know. I think I love this movie. Like Lupin and Sirius are the two big people introduced. Yeah. This movie gets like those two characters, the like and normally you watch a new movie they add new characters and it's kind of like oh okay who cares mm -hmm. these two guys no they're rad they last too like yeah. they they're not just introduced they stick around i don't know i think that's where i love this movie of like those two characters are so good they're so in you know deep everything and but, it uh, it seemed like they were they had been friends for a long time like their interactions together which even weirder, you know, you don't realize until later, Harry Potter and Lupin seem like they've been friends for a long time. Yeah. Like, I know he's an adult looking out for a kid, but it's mm -hmm. kind of like, you know, it makes sense later. But the, right away, it's like, oh, this guy, they're best friends yeah. somehow. But it's his dad. But Harry passes out from the old... Uh, a Dementor gets on the train for some reason. Yeah, that Dementor sucks him off, and he gets some <laughs> chocolate after that. Um, and Lupin it, yep. does the um, what do you call Patronus it? Charm. Expecto Patronum. Give me that Patronus. Give me some Patron. Um, and he passes out. Yeah, he passes out. Lupin gives him chocolate because sugar helps with circulation mm -hmm. or whatever that is. Uh, but then they get to Hogwarts and Dumbledore tells them like, "Hey, Dementors are going to start patrolling the school. Get used to it." that's when you get the understanding of okay these things around and you also get the new dumbledore it's the first time you ever oh seen. yes oh he's so good uh, i i had a tinge of like oh he died and then i saw this guy and went oh i love this guy so much this guy <laughs> has like, way more expression and nuance yeah. and subtlety and it's great <laughs> I, I don't mean this to be offensive okay he's so less british acting yes He's, it's more like, and these movies get more American. I think I said that in the first movie. Yeah, that we did. It's more expressive. It's more, even though it's a very British, like, oh yeah, through and through, it's a British production. But yeah, 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 definitely. But like, they understand like, it's not tiddlywinks and yeah. I can't remember that saying, but yeah, this guy's just so much but, better. 
He is. I mean, it is like, uh, it's, it is fantastic. But then you get that right away Haggard's gotten promoted to be a teacher. Yep. To be professor for the uh, mythical creatures. There's some other title. But... Is that the, um, is that book the Fantastic Beasts book or not? No. Okay. No, it's not. It's, uh, no, no, it's not. Oh, I that, can't remember what it's called. That, though, those movies are terrible. Don't make me watch that. I'm movie. not. I wouldn't make anybody watch those. <laughs> I, you know, man, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. There's so much potential with the actors they have. Yeah. It should have been better. It should have been, been a, it should have been a Dumbledore franchise. Like, just, why have and, this Fantastic Beast guy? And I would say this too. I know this could this could offend somebody, but like, focus on Dumbledore. Yeah. Focus on how great he is. Don't focus on the social political stuff that they try and push in the movies. Right. That doesn't make sense. I I don't care. Like I really don't care. But it doesn't make sense. Eddie Redmayne could have played a perfect young Dumbledore. Yeah, hundred percent. He's been fantastic. Jude Law is phenomenal, though. He I is. He's that. good. I'm on board. But yeah, Eddie, Re- he'd have been a better, younger one. Yeah, and you know the guy that played Vecna, who played um, Grindelwald Ooh, for a, a split second in these movies, he he'd have been good. He did. I didn't realize that was him. Yep, same guy. He even shows up in the Fantastic Beast franchise for a little bit too. Totally forgot that man. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's been around. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Hagrid's introduced. Um, it quickly goes straight away. There's some, like... It, actually, it's kind of fun. Like Lupin is the dark arts scene. teacher. Yes. Lupin, that's where he's there. You get a scene that you hadn't seen before of, like, Harry and his friends are goofing off and having fun in their dorms. Yep. Uh, I don't remember what... Oh, they're doing the uh, eating something, then it's an animal call. Right. They're like, oh, okay, fun. But then they go straight to class, Hagrid, right away. And, uh, of course, Harry gets picked. Buckbeak, the greatest creature in this entire franchise, in my opinion. Mm. So rad. Actually, not the greatest, but it was rad. <laughs> yeah, it, he looks pretty good, too. Like, Yeah, they did a solid job. And, like, introduced some lore with them that lined up. You know, mm-hmm. th- this movie does a good job of they don't waste scenes as nope. much. There's dumb things that kind of are, but they don't waste them. So Harry has a great experience, and of course Draco's a you know turd in a hat. He's a, and a little prick. He's barely attacked. in this movie though. Kind of like it. Me too. Yeah, I mean yeah. like that. Uh, He's a prick, and we know it. Let's move on. Yeah, whatever his name is, I can't remember right now. Fantastic actor. Tom something. Tom Felton. Felton. There you go. I knew Felton, but not Tom. Yeah, but also Crab and Goyle, his buddies. I think Crab got arrested <laughs> during this movie. He wasn't involved. Yeah, there was like something with a explosive device somewhere. Bomb went off. I don't know. Who knows? Um, <coughs> it was all the magic. Eddie. So we got a new um, gra- Crab, I think, or and or Goyle. It, there's a new kid. It's not even Crab. It's not even one of. Oh, them. they it's just like this person. is a new friend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he comes back later. Okay. Um, but I'm trying to remember like, okay, it's a buck beat. All that happens. 
Lucius gets mad because he's you know his son's gotten hurt, but his son's a total prick. So yeah. Who cares? Um, his dad's a Jew hater. Oh. And then um, the fat lady gets killed. Oh yeah, in the painting. Who cares? She's a painting. I, yeah. Well, she doesn't get killed. She gets moved somewhere else. Yeah, she's slashed out. Yeah. I'll tell you, like, this sucks for the podcast. What I'm about to say, but it's enjoyable to watch. And I, I'd really say, like, the Stratus. This midsection of this movie moves so fast and so seamless. Mm -hmm. I don't remember a lot of it. I don't either. But I remember enjoying it a lot. Like, I know the big plot pieces. It's like in this, you get the um, Lupin and the whatever those spooky boogers, bogerts, whatever. Uh, uh, Boggart. Boggart. You get that whole scene, which is fun. It's awesome, but then it pays off later. But there is so much that happens in the middle of this movie that doesn't really matter. Yeah. Contradicting what I said earlier. It doesn't really matter the overall. It, it matters for moving, but... Well, it, it that that scene kind of, like, leads into... Because a boggart is something that you're really scared of, and it's going to portray that. And when Harry gets up there, it's like, you know, they have fun with it for a little bit, and then Harry gets up there, and then a Dementor pops in. And that and then a Lupin jumps in and it turns into a full moon. Yeah. Never picked up on that until last time. Yeah. I'm so dumb. It's in the book. <laughs> so I knew it, but I never realized like. <gasps> but then that leads into him training Harry on how to use the Patronus charm later on. Yeah. Which I think this, again, the reason this movie's awesome is like you get someone that's fully vested in Harry all of a sudden. Yeah. You know, you don't get that before. There's no other. There's professors like him, Dumbledore even. But is this is invested. like the first one that is like overtly cares about Harry, and then overtly tells him the truth mm -hmm. overall. He's the first guy to just, ever mention the truth to him at all because Dumbledore just holds back this whole time for some reason. Which I'm gonna go ahead and tell you right now, knowing how this all ends. But he does get criticized for it later on. More. But. I'm sorry, say what you said like, again. I was saying, like, watching these movies at the beginning, knowing how it ends, Dumbledore seems like a jerk more and more. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you knew how this was going to end, buddy. You knew. He even gets called out by, like, Snape in a flashback in a later movie. Like, Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're Snape's leading... He's barely in this movie, by the way. Yeah, he's like, you're leading him to slaughter. Like, all you're doing is fattening up a pig. Like, yep. I mean, that... Keeping that, him in the dark is not going to save him. No, no. But you do get that. Uh, it's fun. Yeah. I guess like you, you get that scene. You understand he's getting trained. The Marauders map comes out. Yeah. Which I'm just going to go and tell you. Um, Fred and George suck as brothers because they're like, "Hey, Harry, here's this really secret map we've got. We don't give an f about our brother. It's <laughs> well, it's his, it's their little brother. You know. It's yeah." Harry's the 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 friend of the little brother. Yeah, you know they they're automatically yeah. gonna think he's more and I, fun. And I'm sorry, I forget. Like the Hogsmeade part's a big piece. Yeah, Hogs. They go, go to bars. everybody can go to Hogsmeade except Harry because his uncle wouldn't sign his paper. And I'd be like, fucking fake it, you know? And, yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm like. And I love Harry right away. Is like, can you sign this, Professor? And it's like, oh, she definitely could. No, but. well, no. <laughs> No, so then he steals the he gets the map and he sneaks in. Yeah. And uh that's where he gets the he sees Fudge. Who else? 
Hey, Logan. It's... She's trying to sneak up and pretend like she's not here, but... Um, Fudge. Dumbledore. Hardgirl, McGonagall. And that's when you find out uh, Sirius is Harry's godfather. Yeah. And Harry, under the cloak, gets the full deal of, like, oh, Sirius is the one that, you know, tossed my parents to the wolves. Ha <laughs> 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 ha. Good one? Good one? All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. So that um, that's a good point of clarification. Everyone thinks that Sirius killed Harry's parents or... He just pointed Voldemort to him. Sold him out. Okay. They all say he sold him out, which I don't... Which wasn't the case. Peter Pettigrew is the one that did it. But did Sirius actually Not, serve Voldemort? That's my question. I don't think so. Okay. No. Everyone just assumed no. that he did because they thought Peter was he, dead. Everybody thought Peter Pettigrew was dead. Sirius apparently killed Peter Pettigrew. So that was the cover-up, is he's dead. He couldn't have done it. Sirius killed him. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I think Sirius, I don't know if he was a spy, because, you know, he was. I think he was. I think he was. Yeah. So I think he was in there, just kind of like Snape. Same deal. Yeah. Dumbledore had two in there. Um, but, yeah, that's where you understand, like, oh, here's the real pushing of all this, all this bullcrap. Uh, you also see the Whomping Willow. That's where I text you earlier of like, they really solidified locations because the Whomping Willow is all of a sudden outside of the school, not around a wall or anything else. As, is, I thought, it, last, I thought it, I just assumed it was a different tree. I think it's the exact same tree. Well, it's in a completely different spot then. Yeah, they. I mean, they switched like Harry's hut has two huts now. It's. I'm not going to get this nerdy with you. I could really spell this out. Because it, it's always bothered me, but it may, you know, works out in the long run. But, yeah, the whole thing changes for sure. Um, but Harry does there, learns everything else. Um, he figures out that – now, that's when he gets the Patronus charm. Okay. That's when he talks him into it of yeah. understanding Sirius killed his family – Here's my problem with this movie, man, and so many of these. All this conflict could be resolved if Harry just asked someone and someone told him something. Mm-hmm. Lupin it's, just had to say, that's not true. Again. Sirius is good. Find an, an adult. adult. What's the thing? What's adult. the theme the last two weeks of these movies? Find an adult. You've Find got an two adult, that a responsible adult. You got two adults that you know you trust at this point. <laughs> I mean, like, dude, I I don't know. It's an enjoyable movie. It is. It, it is. Fun, but that's but that's that's a big flaw through these. Crap. That's a big flaw for me through these whole movies is just find an adult. And okay. And here's where my logic. I, I'm looking at notes. I was like, Lupin should have just told him everything. Lupin, I don't think understood it. I don't either. And I don't think he Lupin knew the whole story. Map. When he got the map and saw Peter Pettigrew was walking around, mm-hmm. I think Lupin then went, "Oh, yeah." Okay. Yeah. Got it. I'm understanding. Um, so. But Hagrid is um, sent to some kind of board of discussion or whatever, and they want to they want to execute Buckbeak because he knocked he yep. he scratched Lucius, not Lucius Draco, and Lucius Draco. wants him killed. 
So the the yeah. the creepy ass groundskeeper um, sharpening Filch. an axe. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's not Filch. That's a different guy. Oh, it was a different guy. It looked like Filch. Yeah, he's 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 got a bigger role in the book. He is the uh, executioner. Uh, they just have an executioner at the school. A, he's a legit like he kills. Might be forgetting this, but he kills magical creatures. That's his job. That's Fun. What he does. Yep. Creepy. Um, yeah, I want that job. Yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> Harry and Hermione and Ron, of course, because they're so damn nosy, uh, <laughs> go down to Hagrid's hut. Um, and they're like, oh, no, we can't let him kill Buckbeak. This is so sad. Blah, blah, blah. And then... Dumbledore, Fudge, and Executioner coming down the hill, and then they come out the back because there was some rocks thrown through the window for some reason that we find out in a few minutes. They try to get Buckbeak to go with them, I think. Yeah, and they see someone else behind them. Which yeah. You pause it. You definitely see her. It's pretty rad. Like, you definitely see it. There's a frame of them there. And we'll get into my questions of time travel in a minute. But... <laughs> You introduce time travel into something. I got questions about it. So they can't keep but get Butt Big to go with them. They go back up the. They go back up the hill to the bridge. Yes, and watch because Harry. I mean, uh, Hagrid wants them to go. They want them to see. Yeah, him. he didn't want them to see Hag- All you uh, Butt see Big. Is things chopping something. Mm-hmm. Things chopping. The executioner swings his axe. There you go. <laughs> sorry. So Br- brain no good. We're talking bad. Um, somehow they end up at the Whomping Willow. So what do they see? Oh, Scabbers bites Ron because Hagrid's found the rap. That's right. He bites Ron at the thing and and runs down through there. Ron follows him in the hole. Mm-hmm. They realize that the Whomping Willow, there's a little fight. They all sneak in, but it leads to the Shrieking Shack, which is where it's realized that, um, no, sorry, no, Sirius pops up before they go in. Yes. The dog sneaks up on them. Um, Chases them in there. They end up, yeah, chases them in there. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm terrible at a mute. You get the full... Uh, deal of understanding that Peter Pettigrew is that rap. Yep. Sirius is an animagus, which kind of funny. Like Sirius, I mean not Sirius. Um, he can choose. Snape he can choose when he later. transforms. Yep. And a werewolf has no choice because of the full moon. What is McGonagall then? She's an animagus. Say? Okay. Because she can turn into a cat. Yeah. Which I think that would be a cool thing to have. Mm -hmm. Like, I would learn that skill day one. Dude, you, uh, I mean, like, you read the Animorphs books, right? Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We're in the, we're, you and I are of the time period of Animorphs rule. Let me be a bird for a minute and fly around. I want to, stuck as one. I want to turn into a tiger and have those awesome back muscles when I walk that are shoulder muscles. Screw that. I just want to. I just want to fly high up, high up, high up in the sky. Um, uh, yeah, but dude, I, you know what? Until this time watching it again, Sirius shows up, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that dude's bat crap crazy. Why would you? 
No, he doesn't say anything crazy. Mm-mm. He doesn't threaten anyone but the rat. It just seems like it. They do a, I mean, like, it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Lupin pops in, same deal. And it's like, what's happening? Does an experiamus on, uh, and knocks Harry's wand out because Harry's trying to kill him, I guess. I mean, like, what, the first couple times you watch this or read it is insane of, like, this can't be happening. Dude, I watched it this time, and it's like, there's nothing bad happening. They didn't do anything. These two are just dead on. Mm-hmm. They have a goal. Yep. Like, good job. Snape comes in and poops it up because, you know, good job, Snape. Um, I, had I just to... saw that burp. Yeah. <laughs> I have a... hear it, and it really threw me off. I have a mute button now, so... That's awesome. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then then Sirius sneaks up on everybody, and he's like, "I knew you were on the grounds. I knew you were here. I told Dumbledore you were here, and I told Dumbledore that Lupin. I knew you let him in." He's like, "I'm gonna I'm gonna get both of you because they were the ones that pit, and and he has a little bit of." Trauma associated with these two because he they picked on him yeah. as a kid. Which man I, that that which get over it. it You're sucked. like 45. Yeah, that's where I'm like screw it. But also like <laughs> Sirius is my favorite. Those flashback scenes is like, mm-hmm. but I don't know. That's great character stuff. Like for Harry, especially like yeah, your dad's kind of a jerk. Your your dad Harry's was kind of a dick, jerk. but I mean he but grew he grew up. We all at some point. Yeah, you know. Um. Harry takes his wand, which I don't understand how he doesn't get expelled for that later, but hey, movie. Yeah. Dumbledore let it slide. I mean, he gives... Also, first time someone uses someone else's wand in the entire series. Whoa. Yeah. Yep. That wasn't supposed to be possible. Well, what about what about Kenneth Branagh and Ron's wand? And but it doesn't week. work. So you don't know, can you actually do it? I know his wand's broken. It did a spell. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, you're right. He did He did do a spell. Um, but you can see people can successfully cast with other... I would, I would feel like if you use somebody else's wand, it wouldn't be as strong as if you did it with your own. Yeah, which I got... We'll talk in a couple movies. I got problems. <laughs> um, so they get out of there. Mm-hmm. They're getting, they, you know, they're holding them hostage. Everything's kind of cool, but they walk out because, yeah, because Harry spares Peter Pettigrew. He's like, "Hey, we don't probably don't need to kill him, but we're gonna take you up to the Dementors." Yeah. I, dude, I love that logic. He gives a line later that I, there's a time and place for violence. Fully understand that. I don't. I don't do violence. I just don't. Yeah. I don't know. Not, I'm not for it. So there's a line. I'm not a weenie, by the way. I'm a man. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. so good that Harry says is like, I don't want to watch my dad's best friends become murderers. Ooh. And I'm like, oh, man. Dude, that's a solid thought. Like, good for you. You're not going to let your dad's friends be bad. Yeah. When they're looking for vengeance, you know, I don't know. Pretty pretty solid little tidbit. Yeah. So we get out of the the house again, um, and I think that's when the full moon. Well, that, that, there's a struggle. No, they get out. No, they get out. Uh, 
Sirius takes Harry aside and tells him, like, I want you to live with me. Hmm. Which immediately, like, as the watcher, you're just like, oh, my God. Hell, yeah. This is the best. This is so rad. I don't know where we're going to live, and, and I don't know if the wizarding world will let you let me live with you. <laughs> Which, again, <laughs> Sirius, you've got a house, dude. He does. You've yeah, he does. Yeah, he come get, from a rich family. He's got to get pardoned. Yeah, yeah he's got to get money. pardoned. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's when the full moon comes out, and then you understand Lupin's a werewolf, which has been alluded to the whole time. Yeah. Didn't realize until this watch, Lupin's had face scars the whole movie. Yeah, they were very subtle. Yeah, until the end. And then and the but end, they weren't. That makes me go back. It makes me go back to my favorite Alan Rickman scene in all of these movies. He gets to be the dark arts teacher for a little bit, pulls down the screen. Turn to page 394. God, I, he's not in this movie a lot. No. That whole sequence, I, it was the best. Yeah. It's like, dude, you're not going to be in this a lot, but when you're in this, you're going to own it. Yeah, and it's yeah. going to be money. And it was perfect. So Lupin's a werewolf now. Because the full moon come out and Peter, Peter Pettigrew gets away from him, turns himself back into a rat and scurries off into the night. And uh, Sirius tries to keep Lupin from turning into a werewolf. I don't know how effective yeah, he that fails. is. He goes, he goes straight into it. Yeah, Sirius fights him, and it's broken up because there's a werewolf call in the woods Ow. that you can clearly hear. It's Hermione. Mm -hmm. You immediately know the voice. It's like, oh. And then he trots off, and then Ron gets hurt. Hurts his arm or leg somehow. Yeah, what a, is, uh, yeah, what a weenie. <laughs> they get Ron in a hospital. Ron. Got his leg up Ron's in a cast. A big... oh, what's... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so like that, that happens... Harry chases after Sirius, who's mm. hurt. Uh, they get by the lake, where it's just the two of them. Mm. And all the Dementors come in. And uh, the, the Dementors, they take his soul. Um, there, somebody cast a Patronus that is a deer. Ooh, yeah. A stag, sorry, not a deer. Um, it's a deer. Oh, a deer, a do, a do, do a, a deer, a female deer. Dude, do you? I haven't watched this hound of music in a while. It's so good. The, the end of that is pretty dark, right? Oh yeah. Well, yeah. It's about Nazi Germany. So I don't remember that. I flat out do not. That's my mom. I think it's my mom's favorite movie. It's all because like, it's all cheerful and stuff in the beginning, and then it slowly just devolves into. Nazi Germany. It's crazy. I, yeah, mm, yeah. Let me not go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Harry passes out, and he wakes up in the infirmary. Everything's hunky-dory. Yep. But Sirius is stored in the central tower. They're going to take him back. <laughs> Sorry. I can't get mute quick enough, man. <laughs> um, but you get this crazy scene like Dumbledore's not been a part of this movie. And he just pops up. You kind, of, you, you kind of love him. He's just like, ooh, I'm interesting. Hey, girl, turn that thing 312. Also, 
do does somebody have to like pass a certification to get a freaking time turner to to travel through time? Yeah, McGonagall just said you're a good student. You don't want to be late. Here's this. That's yeah. Let's let's hey, that's the girl you give it to. That's That's my only logic. Yeah. All right. You 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 know she's not going to mess with the fabric of reality if she. But before you dump on time, I just have to tell you, I love this time sequence. Yeah. For one reason, the movie doesn't base itself on it. No. All of a sudden, there's this time thing. Yeah. It's the most like left turn. So I'm assuming situation. with a time turner, if you use it and then you go back and do something, that means it always happened that way. I'm assuming with a Timmy Turner, you got some wishes with some uh, fairies, and you can do whatever you want. Um, well, I mean, because everything happens the same way, pretty much. Yeah, and I, that's where... Okay, I've written a lot of papers at some point in time about time that I'm not going to go into, and uh-huh. you're not going to look it up because I'm not on the internet. There's some logic here that I don't agree with, but it's kind of right. Richard, if you ever get really bored... Richard Feynman has a lot of good papers mm. about some of this stuff. There's, but, ah, but they go back. It's that whole logic of like, okay, the stone hit them, mm-hmm. but they haven't thrown the stone yet. Right. So how did the stone go? I think because it, it just happens. It's, if, it ha- if it happens, it's always going to happen. That's my logic. It I, happens I no matter Tom what. Is, yeah, I think time is a straight line. Mm-hmm. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. If you go back, whatever happens going to happen. There's no change in it. It's it's happening. So if you see yourself, Regardless you know you're you going to travel back in time. Oh, I killed myself, dude. I'm over there. Um, <laughs> what, what did I just say? But this time, they they are successful in saving Buckbeak. Because yeah. it was, it's Harry and Hermione, and they're in the woods, and they get Buckbeak to go with them and save Buckbeak. I hate time as, as you can tell, I hate time stuff. Yeah, I, I was fine with it. This was like... Yeah, I mean, it. it's not it's like... It doesn't... The plot of the movie doesn't hinge on it too much. It's not Tenet. Yeah. I like that movie, but... I loved it. Yeah. And I... I yeah. Um, sorry, ma'am. Oh, you got um, it. I'm just giving you edit points, and I hate it. And one of the most heartbreaking things of this entire time sequence is Harry Potter's pumped up that his dad saves his life. Yeah, like he's like I saw my father, dude. I mean, like it is so heartbreaking. It was his Patronus, you know. Uh, but I, I don't know. There's something beautiful about that whole sequence of effort. He's not coming. I gotta save myself, mm-hmm. you know. Like he's like, I don't see him. I don't see him. Let me go out there and, and cast a Patronus. And he's like, It wasn't my dad. It was me. Never saw the deer from Harry, though. Never. Yeah, you did. You never see it. Mm-mm. You see a deer from the first time. Mm-hmm. Second time, you just see the shield popping off. Oh, okay. But, I mean, his Patronus ends up being a stag, just like his dad's. Cool. His Patronus is that, though. The deer with the the, the stag with that yeah. horns. Yeah. What is what is Snape's? Is it just a doe? It's a doe, just like uh, Harry's mom. Lily. Because he was in love. Ah, poor guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he fights them off. They take Buckbeak and break 
Sirius out. And it's like, I, again, like, as a heartbreaking moment. This is where like, the movie picks up out. again. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. They break him out. It's awesome. And then the realization of, Harry, I'm a wanted fugitive. You can't live with me. Yeah, you can't. It's like, like Harry's got freedom. Got you know. He's like, I don't have to live with, we live with those pieces of shits no more. <laughs> uh, it's my biggest problem with all this, but yeah, I, but like but, so, Sirius acts as his guardian for like the yeah. rest of these things, because and I think Dumbledore's yeah, okay yeah. to accept that. Man, I, I just that that's my favorite character, man. And then I, just, I don't know what it is. It's just like he's such a cool guy. Yeah, I loved him in the books, but I think Gary Oldman. Oh gosh, he made, made this. I mean, as character. soon as I didn't even know, like I said earlier, didn't know it was him. Soon as that dude pops up, it's just like, just like Gordon. Well, this was the you know? same. I think this was the same year as Batman Begins. I think it's two thousand four. So, I'm, I mean, like, dude, what an actor! Yeah. Just. Mm. So they, at the end, everyone's crowded around the table. Harry goes into the the lunch room. It's like, oh, Harry, did you see it? And he gets like this fancy the fire bolt. The fire bolt. And he flies off. And... Lupin gives him the map before right. that because Lupin's not a teacher anymore. Yeah, he gives him and the map. And that's when the, they don't reveal it fully. <laughs> I, the, the book does, like they made the map. Like they, yeah, they, they're Pad Padfoot is. prong and something else. Yeah, which is kind of weird. They don't. I thought they did in this movie. Maybe it's later, but no, like they yeah, go Harry into gets... the book goes into more detail about it. But yeah, they're yeah Padfoot. I think. Um, dumbest ending to all the yeah. movies. A freeze frame on Wee! Harry's face. Wee! <laughs> <laughs> Man, this... <laughs> I'm dying just like that movie did. Yeah, yeah. Man, this is this was a good one. Eight one, eight and a half. I give it. All right, uh, and you know I only give it eight one because I know what's to come. Yeah. I think next week is like equally. A, What's that? I think next week is equally a good movie. Next week's going to be a test. I'm going to have to not think about the book and just watch the movie. Th- that book takes forever to get started. It does. It, yeah, it, it does. The, the movie goes through that intro intro like quickly, like bang bang bang. All I got to tell you is that's my boy. Did you put your name into the Goblet of Fire? (laughs) (laughs) Dude, the line in the book for that movie is Dumbledore calmly approaches Harry. Did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? Like, he puts hands on Harry. He's like, did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire? There's no... Harry's gonna die. Yeah. Good movie, man. Yeah. I don't... You know... I, I don't know how much good trivia there is. Most of it's just like... Um, the the only like thing that kind of made me that pissed me off was like Alfonso Cuarón made all of them write all the kids write essays about oh, their character. Oh. Yeah, that's where this got weird. Like they dropped him after this movie. I'm be like, screw you, guy. Like I know my character. You just showed up. <laughs> um, that was his get to know you thing. Was like write an essay about your character. I know J.K. Rowling's favorite character is, is Lupin. Okay. Like that that's her favorite character. I can see that. Period. Um 
Christopher Columbus didn't do this. He was signed on to do every movie. Yuck. Didn't do it because he wanted to see his kids grow up. There you go. Good for yeah, him. I was like, that's that's admirable, man. Like, good yeah. good for you. Um, Tilda Swanson was supposed to be Professor Toronto. Tr- I can't remember the name. Trollany. 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 Tilda Swinton. Yeah, there we go. Was going to be Professor Trollany. Swinton. Conan O'Brien was supposed to be. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Um. <laughs> but it, it's it's another famous. Um, oh God, what's her name? Shoot. Anyway, Lupin's the only professor to call. One of the only professors. I think there's like one more. I haven't. Fa- I'm looking at my my notes, not trivia, so it could be wrong. I think Lupin's the only person that calls students by their first names, oh. not their surnames. Not Mister. Potter or whatever else. Not Mr. Potter, Mrs. Gr- Miss Granger. Um, sorry, all my notes are garbage. They're like one line of yeah, bull crap. We'll move on to uh, what you watching. Um, I watched. I'm, I'm starting Reacher again. Okay. Uh, it's good. Yeah, it's a good Just, series. It's a really good. Yeah. There is something else I'm watching that I just am drawing a blank on. I'm watching my life dissipate while I work. There you um, go. Crap, man. I had a I had a good one. Oh, yeah. Werewolves by Night. So good, right? Finally watched it. Oh my gosh! And it kind of worked out watching this movie after. Uh huh. You know. God, dude, it was so. I mean, I was. I knew it was going to be good. I didn't know it was going to be as good as it was. I, I was, was just shocked. disappointed Blade wasn't in it. I was as well, but I also went, you know what? An hour-long special with no tie-ins, I kind of like it. And th- there's, there's a rumor that that's how they're kind of going to work some of their um, series now, is like these Marvel special presentations instead of like six or eight episodes of... Which I think is a good, you know, yeah, effort. It was it was very rewarding to sit down in the morning, mm-hmm. watch the entire thing, not have to watch four other things, mm-hmm. and it's like it was awesome. I just don't know where it fits. I want to know where it goes. I also didn't know that was the swamp thing. Well, no, that's man thing. Man thing. Sorry, I kept calling it swamp. I mean, it's basically yeah, the like, same character, but. It's that's yeah. man thing, but like, dude, I don't know that that whole thing was perfection. Like, mm-hmm. you have great action, you've got gore, which is important because it's the homage to the thirty forty. And they got a, they got away with that because it was in black and white. That's how they could keep it, yeah. Like TV fourteen yeah. or whatever. Just like Mr. Beast doing the Squid Games video, yeah. They didn't have the uh, liquid and red, so they could do it. Yeah. Well, I watched Nope Sunday night. Ooh, how was it? That's a movie. I need to watch it. It man. is so good. Not how, uh, not what I expected. I was gonna ask you, like, I don't don't tell me because I I know I've seen a trailer. I know what I expect, but I don't know you. Yeah, you, and you don't want to know anything going into it. That's the beauty of this movie. You don't want to know anything. No, I know it's good actors. 
I, I avoided like every review, trailer, everything until I could rent it. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna have to watch that. Yeah. I forgot that was out. Even. Yeah. Well that's that's it for this week. We're we're three movies deep. Next week is Goblet of Fire. Give me them fires, baby. So next week, uh Twilight and Harry Potter. Yuck. Oh yeah. Batman's a Hufflepuff. Batman's a Hufflepuff. Oh, I'm a Ravenclaw. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mention that last Ravenclaw. week. Ravenclaw. Yeah. Call, call. What's, what's your Patronus? It, but, uh, I'll have to take that quiz. It didn't tell me. I'm a brown squirrel. <laughs> Honestly, a little disappointed. Uh, I don't want to take mine now because I know <laughs> mine's going to be bad. Mine's going to be like, you're a brown turd. Well, uh, that's it for us this week. Um, if you have a suggestion for future movies, you can send that to secondtakemoviespod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at secondtakemovies. Thankfully, haven't gotten any weird DMs yet. So. <laughs> um, so next week, we'll see if Harry put his name into the Goblet of Fire. Uh, so for Jake, yeah, I will Harry say Pooter. we'll see you next week.